What up, coaches? Welcome to the CCV Students Podcast. Excited that you are here hanging out with us again in your earwaves. My name is Jake, and I'm, I'm hanging solo today because Jared, next time you see Jared, give him a hard time because Jared, Jared's in Disney World. Oh, or land. He's in Disneyland, not Disney World, the one in California, the, you know, the B-League version of Disney. He's there just with his wife, hanging out for a couple days. Someone gifted him just the opportunity to go. And so that's awesome. Uh, excited for him and just kind of sad about my life and how I'm not in Disney, but, but I'm, I'm here with you and that's just as good. So here's, what we're going to do a little bit. This is kind of the format. We're going to talk about something that's happening in the world and kind of just, just beat it up a little bit. Talk about what it could look like. If you brought this up with your students, see if it's something that your, your students are talking about. And I, I know here's what I'll just say. If you are if you are on the Netflix, the show that you've probably seen pop up that's been very popular recently is a show called Squid Game. And I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it. I also don't know if you have to watch it if you haven't watched it. What I'm going to tell you, though, is that this show is probably a show that a lot of your high school students have seen. Junior high or st- – <laughs> I hope your junior high students haven't watched it, but Squid Game, here's the premise of the show. It's a show about, uh, it's kind of like thinking your brain mixing Hunger Games with the Saw franchise. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a, everybody's in this this room together and they have to complete tasks. Last person standing wins all this money. But what's interesting about the show and what may make you want to check it out is it asks a lot of, in my opinion, heavy questions about morality about right versus wrong about what what is fair and what is not fair and i think it's interesting i think it could could open up some interesting conversations i think you could ask just literally asking someone about marbles if they've seen that show they would go off on a rabbit trail and talk to you about it and so i think it might be something just hey feel it out see if it's something that your students have engaged in and watched and you might be able to talk about it with them and and really hopefully ask good questions about morality ask good questions about what would you do in this scenario if you were ever in this scenario? It, would it be okay to do what's best to keep yourself alive? Or should you be doing something to make sure that you're doing what's best for the people that you're with? And it's just impossible questions that are that are tough to think about and talk about. And I, I think those type of questions are the most fun questions to have with students anyways, the ones that are are tricky and tough. So, hey, talk about it. And it's it's Listen, it's in a different language it's in Korean I think I personally would choose to to watch it in Korean with subtitles versus dubbed but you didn't hear that from me there's stuff do that read the IMDB page decide if it's something you want to engage in or not but uh, I bet your students are watching it so it could start up with some good conversations here here's kind of a good question speaking of ways to engage with your students here's kind of our question of the month it's this what's realistic? How much time is realistic for me to hang out with students outside of the weekend? I think you hear from us all the time. Hey, in in ministry, we value your time on Saturday and Sunday nights. It's important. But but if you want to have lasting impact with your students, you have to put in time outside of the weekend. You have to make an effort to invest with them, whether that's via text, whether it's hanging out, whether it's doing things together. And I would argue that you hanging out with your students outside of the weekend one or two times does way more for your relationship than every Sunday night or Saturday night ever would. And so you got to find ways 
to, to make that happen. Find ways to engage with others. So Jared, I'm just, I'm just literally stealing Jared's notes. Shout out Jared. He's a smart guy. He, he did some research on the front end, front end of this. So he asked some student pastors. He asked all the lady student pastors for us, uh, which is annoying that I refer to, I just refer to them as lady student pastors because we don't ever call the guys guy student pastors. So I apologize. Just our best student pastors that just all happen to be ladies are sharing some ways that their coaches have engaged with some of their students. So a couple of this, this is from Nicole out in East Valley. Some of her coaches have been doing movie nights or kind of like craft days. I love the idea of doing something together. It's, it's a memory that you can make together. And maybe this is awesome with holidays. You can do build a gingerbread house or something. I don't know what you do for the holidays, but you could do that. Basically pick someone's house, hang out there. Maybe project a movie on the screen outside. That'd be kind of fun. Amanda in Peoria talks about just doing like pumpkin car. Listen, should have read this last month. Halloween's over. We blew it. But you know what? You probably get a great deal on a pumpkin right now if you went to go uh, find some cheap pumpkins. Just carve them up. Just carve a little Thanksgiving pumpkin. That's not a big deal. Friendsgivings are awesome. Get everybody in your group to bring some food somewhere and just hang out. And I think sometimes we overthink this. We think that we have to plan some super impressive event. We have to plan something with uh, with invites and with, with with just long time planning, the perfect sound, the perfect movie, the perfect music, the perfect activities to do. Oftentimes, the best way to build relationships is just simply to engage in life with your students. And so find ways to just invite them into what you're already doing. Uh, Missy. Um, uh, surprise has been talking about, she has some senior coaches that are doing a weekly Bible study. Um, and I think once a month could be just as fun. I, I think something for you to think about as a coach, or if you have the, if you have the bandwidth, if you have the time in your, in your day in your week in your month to engage in and lead a Bible study with students. And if students want to come to that, I think that's awesome. Don't feel like you have to be the coach that every Wednesday nights puts something on. But some of you are listening, maybe have way more bandwidth than others. Some of you listening are like, I have five kids and they're all six and under. You're probably not signing up to lead a Bible study every Tuesday night. But some of you coaches listening, might you might be a college, you might be in college, you might be a, a young adult, you might have this time and you've been blessed with the resource of time. And maybe maybe your coaches that have been coaching forever and your your personal kids are no longer in your house. You're empty nesters and, and you've been blessed with time. Think of ways that you could use it wisely by doing that. Uh, I think Missy also says they have a couple that they, they bring people over and they teach them how to make food. That seems awesome. I want to go to someone's house and learn how to like cook chicken. Um, I don't know. That, that seems fun. Engage in them in ways they want to they, they want to learn how to do things. Let's see. Groups going to movie nights, Froyo, Boba. Not a big Boba fan personally myself. It's like boogers. You're like drinking boogers. Not, not a fan. And let's see. Yeah, Missy says this too. It's awesome. One of my favorite things coaches do is just include a student or a few students in the mundane things of life. Hey, I'm going grocery shopping. You want to come with me? Hey, I got to run some errands. Want to come with me? Hey, my family's cooking dinner tonight. You want to come help me cook cook dinner? It's just easy. Invite them into your life. They're, they're going to appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Oh, Lyric from Peoria says that they had a group of coaches arranged to have a dad show them like basic car maintenance. I love this. Show you how to uh, change a tire. I, I read a tweet this last week about someone's dad being super extra and when it just would wait, woke them up in the middle of the night when it was pouring down rain. And it was like, hey, we got to learn to change a tire. You never know when your tire is going to break and just like forcing them to do it in the rain. And that's super important. 
learning how to change a flat tire, check your oil, check all the gauges. I obviously know nothing about cars because I'm just reading this off the list. But oftentimes, students are super annoyed to do that stuff with mom and dad, but would actually think it's kind of fun to do it with you. So finding ways to do that. Leah and Peoria also said, hey, they did a, uh, a serve project together. They helped at a diaper bank. Not even really sure what a diaper bank is. If you see Leah, ask her, uh, ask her about it. Is that just means... I don't know. Does that mean that they're they're just they're buying diapers? Are they cleaning diapers? I don't know. A lot of a lot of questions. I have kids in our stand. Um, let's see. A group on our campus got together at the New Year. This is last year. Okay, New Year's coming in hot and wrote out New Year's resolutions on note cards. So they all got to do it together, and then you can hold yourself accountable to that. And so, man, just be creative. What I would encourage you is if you feel on your heart, you need to engage relationally with your group, then do it. Find a way to make it happen. I would also encourage you, fight the urge. Man, sometimes we, we do this thing where we want to text every kid in our group and find the exact right time that they're going to be able to come. And I would just tell you that most of the time, you're fighting a losing battle. If you ask all of your kids when they can come and, and how they can engage and what's the perfect time for them, you're going to realize that not everybody can come. It's really hard to make it work. And maybe the time that works is really hard for you and your family. And so what I would tell you to do is pick a day, a few weeks from now that works really good for you and just commit to asking students to come that day. Uh, if you, if you need to tweak it, you can, but I think sometimes we, we try to bend over backwards to get people to come and we still have the same attendance that way. So why don't you just work it into your, your normal life? So yeah, don't overthink it. Don't worry too hard about it. The big thing for you and the big challenge for coaches this, this month would, Hey, literally be, can we sometimes sometime before Christmas, could you set up an opportunity to hang out with your group? So sometime in the next month or two before this Christmas season gets crazy, man, can you hang out with your group outside of a Sunday night? Set it up, make it happen. Just have fun. That's the whole point. The point of it is to have fun. Okay, a couple of things coming up in students in general. Here's kind of the forecast. In junior high, we have we are finishing right now a how to relationship series. We're doing a few weeks on a way to the world, which is a phone series, how to own your phone. We want you to own your phone. We want your phone to own you. That's a fun tagline. And then the last week before Christmas, it's just a Christmas, it's a Christmas series. It's Christmas just one off where we talk about Santa Claus and Christmas trees and cookies and and Jesus and baby Jesus. That's the last week before. We're gonna make that happen. That's in junior high leading up to Christmas. Big thing for you guys in Christmas, junior high coaches and high school sur- coaches. Get your kids to go to a Christmas service with you. That'd be awesome. There's a thousand of them. I was I feel like I was just in meetings and we're doing 14 bazillion Christmas services this year. No excuse. Pick one. Go with your family once, but maybe pick one of the days to encourage all your kids to come with you to go to an outdoor Christmas service. That could be super cool. That could be super fun. Drink some hot chocolate afterwards. Have a good time. Uh, that was for free. That was a free little bonus. In high school, we are wrapping up our Ephesians series. We have two more weeks of Ephesians. And the last four weeks before Christmas, we are doing an at the movies series where we are talking about four different movies that are that are fun movies, I think. And the idea of that is to build great relationships in our groups and also just kind of unpack. We're, we're basically talking about fruits of the spirit. So we're trying to grab fun traits from different people from movies that we think we should latch onto as Christ-centered difference makers. So that's kind of what's coming up. Uh, we say this all the time. Appreciate you guys. Uh, listen, I'll, I'm going to take back a little bit. Um, you listen. You don't have to watch Squid Game. You didn't hear it from me. It's happening. It's got a little. Got a little some. 
it's got some things in it that may or may not be something you want to engage in. So if you check it out at a time, decide if you want to watch Squid Game or not. Uh, what's another thing that's happening right now? Uh, I saw a new season of Lock and Key just came out on Netflix. I just read all the comics for that this last month. So that's interesting. Check that out. That seems a little more um, uh, appropriate. So if you want to watch that, see what, see what your students are watching. Ask them what they're watching. And then just read the Wikipedia about it. If you don't want to watch the show, you at least know what's going on. You can have a good conversation. So I appreciate you guys so much. Next next month, the question is just this. We're kind of asking the thought of, how do I know how much of my personal story to share with my students? That's always a hard thing. You want to be able to share things so you can relate with students, but you also maybe don't want to overshare or share too much. So we're going to talk a little bit about that next month. So appreciate y'all. Next time you see Jared, ask him how Disney World was. Disneyland. <sighs> Said it wrong twice. Anyways, you guys are awesome. Thanks for being you. You're the reason this ministry works. Love y'all. See ya. Bye.